doing good, man. I, I gotta, I gotta right off the bat here during the opening <laughs> banter, TM. Let you guys know that I saw the Spider-Man trailer. <laughs> Wait, what? There's a, there's a leak, and I saw it. It's on oh, a cell really? phone. Um, did it's, you see the cell phone of the cell phone of the cell phone video? I saw, the, I saw the cell phone video of the cell phone video. Yes. Yeah, it's really bad, and it's like unfinished VFX in it. Yeah, so it's, yeah, they, yeah. They, they might change it completely. Who yeah, knows? yeah, but yeah. I, I saw but, it but I, but I have seen it. Yeah. I feel like really just behind the behind the wheel on this one. I didn't see okay. even the cell phone of the cell phone of the cell phone of the cell phone video of it. So. It's really weird. It's like someone thought they were going to skirt around getting fucking sued into the ground because they did it this way. It looks so bad. <laughs> Quick, everybody, give me your cell phones. <laughs> but it but it looks legit. Like yeah, I mean the the scenes look real. Yeah. The, and the right. scene, it's the, real. The yeah, effects look real. Yeah, hundred percent real. It's just not finished. You want to do you want a spoiler about how it ends? No. I don't actually. I don't. Wait, you saw you watched it. What do you mean? Yeah, but oh. it's, it's so grainy. I couldn't fucking tell what was going on half the time. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's going right. to be a surprise for me. Uh, the only reason I brought it up is because apparently it's going to be revealed tonight that we're recording the podcast. Apparently. So we, we will not be. We'll, we'll be missing it by like an, a half an hour, boys. A half hour. Yeah. Well, what would be hour. interesting is if we actually halfway through, like if we have like some news feed up and like halfway through it airs and then we can all just and then just watch it real quick. And mm-hmm. then breaking news, breaking news. I'm into some Bra- breaking news right now. Breaking, breaking news. Everyone has a transatlantic accent all of a sudden. A Spider-Man trailer has finally dropped. <laughs> Send uh, the Morse code to the forces on the front line. Yeah, we, we, we know we're not getting we're not getting ah. the money shot. You know, you, this is gonna this is gonna be it's gonna show us yeah. what the, like the the gist, general gist of the plot, but we're not gonna get the money shot. Which for a lot of people, the money shot is. All three Spider-Mans shooting web oh. on each other's chests. Yeah, they're uh, all just coming. Shoot web on my face, Daddy. Uh, I oh, love God. it. I can't wait. The way, that, the way that you looked up at a non-existent... <laughs> not even at the dick, but at the eyes that weren't up there either. What's the weirdest like, part of that to me? You made like eye contact with right somebody who wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. oh, I get it. Coming. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey Toby. Hey, hey, Toby, Daddy. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that you started talking about that. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm keeping this in the podcast one way or the other. Specifically because we're openly acknowledging... We're sorry. We have real lives. We can't. We don't. We can't. We don't want to risk pushing this to tomorrow because something might happen. So, we're recording tonight anyway, with the knowledge that the trailer is probably dropping tonight, and we'll just have mm-hmm. to give like Twitter thoughts or something. But yeah, you're right. Ultimately, I've been getting too excited throughout the day, and I caught myself in TCN chat. I said I got to calm down because they're not going to give me that glorious money shot in the trailer. I know they're not gonna. No, it's going to be okay. a shot of uh, of small hands. Overlooking New York City uh, up here, but his mask is off and he's pondering. He's like right brooding a little bit. I just miss him. They're just going to reuse shit from before. That's what it's going to be. Just some awful teaser. And know, listener, you might be you might be thinking to yourself, wait, aren't these the guys that have incessantly talked shit on how much they think this movie is going to be garbage? Yeah. And you would be right. Yeah. But that doesn't mean the oh. little nerdy child inside is not very excited to see these three uh, men on screen together for the first time, even if the movie shit. And also, mm-hmm. I reserve the right to be a hundred percent hypocrite. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, uh, I, I am not excited at all, but but oh, I am okay. I am very very curious. Okay. I, I was I want to see I want to see I want to see what that the, you know like the Wizard of Oz like don't like, pay no mind to the man behind the curtain. I want to see like what dirty shit he's doing back there. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. just, like raw dog cranking one out like angry at it. You know, just, <laughs> just, just locking eyes with his dick, or or is he or is he maybe I don't know just you know. Just eating a, eating a jelly glaze, you know, double double dipping that bitch. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's actually pretty chill back there. You yeah. don't know. Maybe he's, he's coming on his own face, though. That's also a possibility. <laughs> we don't yeah. know. Yeah, 
He's just feverishly cranking one out to Tub Girl videos, you know. <laughs> we, all, we, we, all, we, we all saw the stills. We God all saw damn the, it. We all saw the stills, which means there has to be a video somewhere, right? I always make it like 13 months without thinking about Tub Girl, and then somebody says it. I'm like cursed with it for 20 fucking years. Jesus Christ. Uh, there was this. You, you're gonna see how this how this matches up in a second. I promise you. But let me start off by saying there was an episode of Hey Arnold. <laughs> Please continue. (laughs) (laughs) I promise you, it's probably not that funny. But there was an episode of Hey Arnold I'll never forget because some kid in my elementary school used to repeat, Stoop Kid's Afraid to Leave His Stoop all the time. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen that? There was a Stoop Kid's Afraid to Leave. Yeah. And it turned out it was the reason he was there and it was super sad. Like everything else in that show. Yeah, his parents Um, left him on that stoop and he just grew up there. Yeah. Horrible. And CPS never stepped in for a second. (laughs) Do you remember, and I'm sorry, uh, because I I barely remember any supporting characters' names, but there's the Vietnamese man, I forget his name, Uh, and they show the backstory of him leaving his daughter with American soldiers? Yes, yes, yes. That was the fucking worst. Why do I not remember any of this about Hey, I, I, I remember. I remember the uh, the episode. Why are you doing this to me? You want to talk about Seymour from Futurama too, bro? <laughs> Let's get I'm into very it. Very sorry. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were talking about Tub Girl, telling. man. Can we get back so to the that? whole point? Yeah. The, the, the only that viscous reason, diarrhea connection. The, <laughs> the, the only reason that I remember that is because of the phrase "stupid kids afraid to leave a stupid." Every time I hear "Tub Girl," it just does the same thing to me. Tub like, girls tub about to drink her poop. To <laughs> tub yeah, girls about tub to drink her poop. What do you think Tub Girl's diet's like? Episode title? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hope not. Oh my god. Uh, I would say I would say low. she I would say that she she only drinks uh I would say uh chocolate silk, almond milk, you know? Uh and yeah. that and that and that that's what's going in the front and the back she's always getting a colonic. Like it's always just Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. As as much as she drinks, she also pumps hot water into her in her butthole. Just, now, to get was, the, just to get the force behind it. Yeah, that wasn't an accident. That was. There's no way that that just happened. You no, know what I mean, no. She ate nothing but hot sauce for three weeks straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, and then she ballooned a- some water up into her asshole, and then just forced it out. I, I apologize for for making you think about Tub Girl. I should have said cake farts, right? Because we all remember. I never farts, watched right? Cake Farts because Tub Girl scarred me so bad and a couple other things that <laughs> anytime someone's like, you gotta see Blue Waffle, I now know. No, like the, no, you like, don't. No, like you the don't. Glint, no. The look in their eye that's like, I don't need to see that. I can tell by the way that you just said that. No. And I'm just like, I've been swerving these these other ones since then. Yeah, you, do, you, dodged, you, you dodged a giant bullet by not looking at Blue Waffle. but, but Unfortunately, like, I did. Blue Waffle was the last straw. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. well, let, me, uh, let me just put it this way. She might not be a Blake 182 fan, but she's definitely the enemy of the state. You know what I mean? It's, just... <laughs> okay, it's well, a really I'm, interesting I'm, way of, uh, of concealing your identity when you're posting nudes online. Just <laughs> shit on your own face. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, oh, no. welcome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, do it, please. To the Cinema Nerd Podcast. Uh, I am Scott. I'm joined here today by uh, Chris and Derek. And uh, Hi. we're just talking about we're just talking about the pornography that scarred you as a child that shaped all the broken pieces of you. Uh, and they gave you all your kinks today. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. We're talking to you furries, weebs, uh, bronies. Uh, we, we know you got, you got a lot of Scarlet Witch action figures and a lot of jars. And uh, while you're filling them, we're glad you could join us for the podcast. Thanks for yeah. being here. Thanks, thanks for taking a water break to listen. I, uh, I, I have waited since the since the fabled since the fabled lost to time TM 
Zack Snyder's Justice League episode. I have waited for Scott to do the intro again, and I am so happy that it happened tonight. Of all random episodes, it's episode 39. Uh, thank you very much for the intro. Scott, how, how are you doing today? How's your how's your day going? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing I'm doing really good. I'm 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 rested. I'm I'm not feeling any of the uh, residual effects of the coof anymore. Mm. Coof um, be gone. Yeah, just been having having a great week, man. Can't complain. How are you Very doing, good. Chris? Oh, oh, oh me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, funny you should ask. Uh, okay. <laughs> glad, glad we did that. <laughs> yeah. Glad I asked. I'm, I'm doing fine. It's been a long day. I'm gonna uh, go to Wawa and gorge myself on food I shouldn't eat after this and drink some beer and mix mm-hmm. the podcast, and I can't wait to do that because I like doing it. Derek, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm great. I had, I started, when I sat down, there was a cup of Coke on this table, <laughs> and it's gone. Okay. That's it. I, I don't know. Like, I'm genuinely, <laughs> I didn't get up, right? It's it's gone. No, no, you've been here the whole time. So Welcome to uh, episode 39, The Geriatric Nerd. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> misplace our cups of Coke. <laughs> I swear I had one around here. Um, yeah. We went from do doing key bumps in our 20s to misplacing our beverages in our 30s. <laughs> oh, how many have fallen. <laughs> and so there's a link between those two things. <laughs> <laughs> well, some would say. Some <laughs> experts might say. Uh, we have a surprising amount of video game news this mm-hmm. week, but mm-hmm. I'm not upset about that. I am excited to talk about each. Well, <laughs> not excited about all. I mean, you know what I mean. We'll fucking get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some video game news to talk about. Uh, two pieces of horrifying movie news uh, slash television news, streaming news. Two trailers. That's it. Just two boys. And then we have two main topics. We were going to have. I'm going to tell you right now, they're Green Knight and the second episode of What If. We did discuss early on not doing the interim episodes of What If and kind of like doing the initial thoughts and then like a, a conversation about it at the end. However, our second topic that we were going to talk about this week didn't work out. So that's filler. But I actually am happy about that because I know how Derek feels about this episode already. Mm-hmm. And I know how I, f- I feel about it. And uh, we'll get there. But we first will. up on the docket is some news about Battlefield 2042, which we're all pretty excited about still i think it's in the the bully repertoire for uh for madcap gaming i don't know what that is what that means but it felt good coming out of my mouth uh there's (laughs) there's been discussions about something called i feel like i'm on coke right now i don't know like weirdly energized um there's been discussions (laughs) about the specialized mode coming to battlefield 2042 that has been not been in the other games called hazard mode and they've been teasing it and stuff like that and the closed beta has been out. They're not technically supposed to release footage to the public, but, well, you know, the internet. People have you data mined some information. Yeah, you know, you know how they are, those rascals. Uh, <laughs> people have data mined some information, and this mode seems to be what they're describing as a cross between Escape from Tarkov and Hunt Showdown. And I have to tell you, that makes me very excited, because the bulls in front of you have been playing Hunt Showdown and enjoying it very much. And uh, yeah. Scott, how does how does this news tickle you? Are you very happy about this? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it seems like it could be really interesting. Like reading about how they're going to have uh, it's going to be more in the vein of, of Hunt. I feel like it's going to have uh, AI bosses. You know, it's going to have a lot, a very heavy focus on PVE, which is I think the best part of games like that. Right? Like we all like PvP, but there's nothing more frustrating than dropping into a match. And getting insta killed or dropping no match and seeing nobody having nothing to interact with for twenty minutes at a time. That's why I can't I can't stomach BRs for more than a month at a time before I lose my shit. And the, the first encounter you get into, seventeen minutes in the match, 
you're sniped before you even see anybody. You know, like they've just yeah. been camping on top of a building for the entire fucking match. Um, games like Hunt change up the dynamic because there is no, there is no uh, like safe zone. You know what I mean? Like like the walls aren't closing in on you. There's no storm. There is no whatever the fuck you want to call it. You you have free run of the map, so it doesn't put pressure on you and back you into corners where the other team can have the upper hand just based on positioning alone. You know, it really comes down to uh, how smart you can play, how how accurate you are with your with your shots because every shot counts in games like that. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be really exciting to see it with a game like Battlefield where you have so much like so much more leeway. You know, what I mean, it's gonna be way more action packed. Hunt is great, but even at its best, it is very slow. And Very. that game, that game type, that mechanic in a game like Battlefield, I think it's going to be a fucking, to be a slam dunk, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where I was coming at it from. I mean, they literally discuss, uh, you know, PVE incidents dotted around the map, like AI soldiers patrolling who can call in reinforcements. There might be AI bosses. Yeah. So I'm thinking like mini Division 2 type encounters within a map where there's other people. Yeah. Uh, Derek, I know you're excited about it. Why don't you describe exactly just how just in in what specific way i'm excited about it yeah with, um, with henry cavill right. <laughs> like the witcher might um it's uh <laughs> i don't <laughs> like a witcher might like the witcher might do he might do it <laughs> look at the fun um it, it's I, I don't know anything about escape from tarkovs i don't know anything about that game oh I, like, Pauls, would you like me to tell you uh please tell me with your mouth so it's a really simple concept. It's a big open world. There's no safe zone, but you get dropped in at ex- there's extraction points like Hunt. Okay. Uh, you go in with the loadout that you've purchased. There are AI uh, scavs, sca- scavengers are called those other people. You go in literally to find good loot, to get some objectives done, and then you extract with that stuff, or you get murdered and lose it. Okay. That's kind of so the-, the same thing as Hunt, basically, but you lose everything, not just your character. Yeah, that kind of right. sounds like uh, Division as well, a little bit. But uh, what was it called? Dark Zone or whatever? Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm not familiar yeah. with that. I, I'm just getting into Hunt, and I, I will agree right off, right out of the gate that it is a little slow, but um, I, I'm happy to see... First of all, it's a lot of fun, and I realized that when I stopped playing it, like I was playing like Titanfall or something, that that's it gets a lot more fun. You have to really like stop, hole up, look around, listen, pay attention to what's happening, and then make your next move, like we did in the one match where yeah. you just just demolished. I don't know if you put that up on the YouTube yet, but I, it's I haven't. Go I, up. I, I think I still need to get I still need to get video from one of you. I think. Uh, uh, maybe. It might be me. Yeah, uh, uh, but, 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 let me uh, know who, yeah. and I'll put it up. Yeah, we'll um, figure it out. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, edit, I'm gonna edit the fucking out from all three of our perspectives, starting with the first down and what happened henceforth. Yeah, yeah. that was incredible. Um, but anyway, it, I'm just excited to see like the next evolution of, uh, of like online multiplayer versus. Um, I'm tired. Like I never really got into battle royale, so I can't say I'm tired of it. I've always loved arena shooters, but like I see why we're getting away from arena shooters. It's like. How long can you make the same game again and again, reskinned with like right. slightly different mechanics? Yeah. Um, and Hunt is cool. Like it's a very fucking cool concept. It is slow. So like yeah. to see again, like you said, uh, uh, in sort of the like, like through the lens of a fast paced game like Battlefield, yeah. that could be really fucking cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm thumbs all the way up my ball sack on this one. Well, the thing is, it's yeah. also a perfect marriage of three different variants of common FPSs, right? You have uh, essentially you could you could call it either team deathmatch or you can call it battle royale mode where you have all these teams going against each other. But then also once you down the the uh, the PVE boss, 
you have King of the Hill. You have to keep this area secure long enough to extract these uh, bounties, and then on your way out, it's sabotage. You're trying to get you're trying to get the case to plant the bomb because you literally have to get get the the bounty you have to an extraction point and then hold it up for thirty seconds without anyone interrupting it or killing you. So it's sabotage. Yeah, sorry, that's all I could hear in my head this, okay. the whole time when you said that. Okay, uh, and Everybody keep gets in one. mind one very important point. Uh, hazard mode is the one that they are saying is likely going to be free to play because they're going to have a free to play mode oh, for yeah. this too. So uh, okay. there could be a really good audience for this. Uh, I'm very excited. I've always liked uh, the shooting mechanics and the gameplay in Battlefield more than other FPSs. It's really the only one that's called me back time and again over the years. Yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, I don't know much more we can say about it, but I'm, I'm pretty stoked. I think it's going to be really fun if they if they do design this mode. As this article portrays it, I think it's going to be a pr- pretty big success for them. Oh, and there's a there's a, a beta next month. I read yeah, at the yeah. bottom of this article. I had no yeah. idea. That's incredibly yeah. exciting. Yeah, we're going to do lots of Shuston, boys. We're going to do some Shuston. Lots mm-hmm. of Shuston. Lots of the Shuston. Uh, we're going to Shust. We're going to Shust. Going to Shust is a bad guy, yeah. <laughs> it just says open beta in September. It doesn't say when, but keep in mind, the whole... Enchilada drops October 22nd. We keep inching closer and closer to this uh, threshold where there's, dare I say, no way home. <laughs> Fuck Scott. <laughs> I tried the softest yeah. inch and closer. Okay. Uh, Keeping in the vein of uh, video game news. This one shouldn't be surprising. Remember when Fortnite first came out um, right after PUBG released? Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, not right after, about six months after. Mm -hmm. uh, After PUBG had had used... Well, Fortnite Fortnite originally was just a single-player campaign that was focused on building. Right. Yeah. And and keep this in mind. Fortnite, the original game, was in development for about six years. It was one of those development monsters that people were waiting. And and they were like, this is never going to come out. It's going to be ridiculous. They finally released it. It had a pretty middling reception. I remember I played the original mode. Yeah. It was like, okay, this feels like a hodgepodge of ideas. Fast forward about six, seven months. PUBG's been out. They used uh, the Unreal Engine from Epic to make it. And all of a sudden, crazy success for PUBG, even though it was a janky mess, which it still is to this day. Yeah. Uh, All of a sudden, (laughs) hmm, Epic comes out with a Battle Royale game that's strikingly similar with a few caveats in this other game. And uh, that's where that's where they just skyrocketed and went from there. So following in the vein of epic steel shit, um, Fortnite is introducing a new mode. There it's called imposters, where there will be 10 people, eight agents and two imposters. <laughs> She's stop doing the hands. That's what keeps fucking me up. I keep seeing the fucking hands. Every time up. he does it, I do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, he does players. it so much, though. There's going to be 10 players, 8 agents, uh, 2 of them are, are, yeah, I'm sorry, 10 players, 8 agents, 2 imposters. Guess what that sounds like? What does that sound like to you guys? It's exactly, it's the same, it's the same fucking thing. It's, but, but, I mean, like, but let, let's be realistic here. Uh, Among Us is a copycat of a copycat, right? Like, there's, there's been a lot of other games that have done this. There's been games that have copied Among Us since it kind of, like, broke off and blew up a little bit. Um, I think the issue is that the people from Among Us were actually actively trying to work with Fortnite and trying to reach out in this case. And how little Fortnite changed up 
its terminology, its the, le- yeah, the, the level no de- the level design is literally a, almost a carbon copy where they they switched up like the order of rooms, but it had all the same fucking shit as one one map in, in Among Us. And I don't know the name of the map, but I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're talking. People have to go around doing tasks. There are two people trying to sabotage. I mean, it's literally it's the you know it's the same thing. The the maps are identical. It's it's kind of gross. Um, I mean, also though, can you can you copyright mechanics? Like that's what no. I was gonna say. Like right, it, it's initially my thought on it was, oh well, every you always have one game that does it right, and then all the games that come out after it are just trying to copy that or like do. Blizzard something a would bit not different. have a, a path if they that wasn't the case. That's it, all they ever did. Yeah, it's like so. Initially, I went like, all right, I'm not gonna card them against it, but then. Uh, you know, play other games that do the same thing, like basically steal rudimentary mechanics, but like, you know, change them in some way. But then it's like, yeah, exactly. You re- like people are doing tasks. It's literally called imposters. I mean, like you couldn't be more <laughs> on the nose with how they're just like, we took your whole shit from like, what's the studio? It's like three people or something. And yeah, just applied it to like, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely fucked up. I changed positions on it pretty quick. Um, they really just, it's, it's, it's shady. It's a weird thing to do. One of the developers from the Among Us team actually said, uh, fine game mechanics. Yeah, sure. They they shouldn't be gatekept behind something like a copyright, but at least put in the 10% additional effort to like change names and not use the same map, but just they flip. It's like, they literally put a screenshot of the map up. They're like, oh, look, they just switched two rooms around. Yeah. Like, great. You know what I mean? It's it's really kind of gross. Um, it, it's almost like somebody in the Fortnite office was like, oh, look, in my spare time, I made this thing. And they were like, yo, we're about to make lots of money, fam. Send like, it. It's just the thing is, I don't, I don't. Is this mode going to cost <laughs> extra money or is it just going to be included with the game? It's going to be included. It's free. So the thing is, like, like they, I mean, yeah, it's a blatant ripoff, right? But no one who loves Among Us and wasn't already going to play Fortnite is going to jump ship from Among Us to play it on Fortnite, right? Yeah. People might, people I, I might go, people might go for like a day or so just to see what, see like what it's like to see what the comparisons are, and then maybe to shit on it, right? Because like that's retroactive. That's the only reason I can imagine myself playing Fortnite. You know what I mean? Is to shit yeah. on it for for what it's blatantly doing right here. Um, I don't know, man. It just it's. Yeah, I don't think you're pulling the crowd from Among Us into Fortnite, but you may be pulling people from Fortnite who would have eventually gotten into Among Us. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you're you're preventing them from leaving your game to another game style by just stealing that game's game style. And, and the question is, yeah. is, is this going to be a limited mode? Is it a limited time event? Or is this just part of the game now? And if that's it's just the, a new mode, as far as I can tell, it's just a new mode, you know? That bothers me way more than a limited event would. Yeah. To, to be honest with you, because it's 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 just it's come up come up with your own ideas, man. Like it's just like to yeah. a certain extent, like like uh, I mean, Final Fantasy with the active time battle, right? The ATB. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been adopted by countless other RPGs o- over the years. It's been you know like tinkered with here and there, but it, it became like a mainstay, like a staple of RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, I I get that you can't. You can't bar people from using the same gameplay mechanics in that way, but like, but like you said, it's just it's it's a carbon copy. With with all the character models and all of the assets that Fortnite has, they could have made something really creative. They could have put an interesting spin on it, and they just chose not to. Yeah. Yep. So it just looks like lazy development more than anything. Certainly does. And speaking of uh, 
bad developers. Our next topic is something that I think we've been ready to bitch about. We've been ready to bitch about all week. Uh, or since we since we found out, which is just the three days ago, I think. Um, all right. I, I think I want to I'm going to say very little here because I want you guys to take the floor. I, I feel like I don't have the vitriol built up in me today for this. Uh, I, think, I think we need to end on Scott because Scott definitely has the most to say on this one. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the play. What, wait, what, what are we? Let me check the doc. Make sure I do. Develop, <laughs> developer three four three. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. We found out some news. Halo Infinite. Um, even though it's been delayed for an entire year, will not be launching with the campaign being able to be played in co-op. Just I, I don't know a staple Halo game. Yeah. Halo games existed or Forge which is a level editor that allows people to make their own multiplayer apps maps. Okay. Forge is more acceptable to not have in the game at launch. It's still kind of unacceptable on the whole, just like preparation H and that's because uh, you've had preparation H on the whole feels good. Chris. Oh, you're right. This feels very, very bad. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I fucked it up. The, the inverse of my joke. On the whole. This is whatever (laughs) tub girl was eating on the whole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right, right. It's a little more acceptable, but it's not, right? Because you've had an extra fucking year. That's the point. A year. What it... Whatever. I I don't... I'm just going to keep saying a year in more and more angry tones, so... Yeah, no, but I feel like I I want to hear you get at least three more it's been a year since. You you don't have to do them all right now. You can throw... You can interject at any point during Derek's commentary or mine. I agree. To just just add them in as like... It's like... It's like like we're we're doing like a mixtape and you're a hype man in the background. You're just going to yell it's a year. Instead, in yeah. place in place of whatever other token catchphrase you would have, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Derek, how, how do you feel about this uh, this news about uh, features? It's pretty much the same thing you said. It's been a year. I was trying to give one to you. All right, it's all right. I'll keep going. Um, it's uh, initially here. Here are my first thoughts. The co-op campaign not launching with it was totally unacceptable. It's been a part of the franchise literally since the first one. Every single one has had it. Um, they even got like worse with that. Uh, throughout, I think it was four was the first one. It was either four or five <laughs> was the first one that they you couldn't do a shared screen co-op campaign, but you could still always do co-op campaign. Um, and the fact that it's clearly meant to be a part of the game, but it's not going to be added to it till months later is like, why didn't you spend some time and resources making sure it would be there at launch? It's so weird. Um, with Forge, I felt the same way. I initially went. Oh, well, I'm not going to card that against them too much because I don't really care about Forge. And then I even took that back because Forge is a huge part of it to a lot of people. Um, That's what they wait for in these games. Now I'm like worried, like I'm just waiting for this like desk pop to happen at any moment. And it's just like I can't properly think about what I'm saying. Um, So either way, it should be a part of the. the It's been a year. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. That's it for that's it for me. That's it for me. This has been Big D. <laughs> God, how do you feel about this person news? last time? I've spent uh, I'm, I'm going to say at least a good solid six hours in the last few months arguing with Halo fanboys on Twitter. Uh, does that mean that I may be on the spectrum? I don't know. Do I make poor choices? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, one thing I've learned is you can't you can't. You can fault the fandom, but you can't blame them, if that makes any sense. These people have been conditioned 
to eat up every little nugget they get. They're desperate for scraps. They've been conditioned to by a steady decline in content over the last decade. Uh, Halo 4 wasn't great, right? Halo 5 was an absolute mess. And they're at the point now where this game is promising them so much, so much, and and just it's not going to deliver. And it, it makes you feel bad for them. But at the same time, you just want to grab them by their fucking scrawny little bearded necks. There's no there's no mustache. It's just it's just all down here. You just want to grab them by their fucking throats and, and tell them to look you in your fucking eyes. You are accountable as much as these companies are when you allow them to sell you half-finished products and you gobble it up with all the excitement of a puppy waiting for its 5 p.m. feeding. You need to be an adult. You need to spend your money wisely. This, this started with games like Street Fighter V. This started with, with Black Ops 4 having no campaign. It's all, it's, all B, it's all BR. And now the BR is free, but you gave them $60 for it a year ago, and, and they just learned that they can make more money by selling you shit you don't need for something you already have. The models are going to, they're going to get worse. They're going to, we're, we're now getting multiplayer, which is free. You're getting a single player campaign. You're getting no forge at launch. You're getting no multiplayer or sorry, no co-op at launch. Uh, and I can't tell you the last time I sat through a Halo game solo. Yeah. I don't think, I, I don't think I've, <laughs> I don't think since Halo three, have I played a Halo campaign by myself? And we're talking like when Halo three launched. And the reason I played it by myself is I didn't have, I didn't have internet in my room. I didn't have an Ethernet cable yeah. long enough to plug my shit in, but as soon as I fucking could, I raced over and played it with Derek. Me, me I think me, you, me, you, and Peeb were, were playing the shit out of Halo Three for fucking for a decade, yeah. Ben. Um, to say that to say that it's not crucial, it's not an integral part of the series is just li you're lying to yourself. You're making excuses for these companies, and it's it 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 not only hurts you, the consumer who loves this brand, who loves this this uh, series, this franchise. But it hurts the industry as a whole because it lowers the bar exponentially. When you can say, we'll finish it later, here's what we have, and you pay full price for it. But now you're not paying full price for multiplayer and campaign package together, and you know co-op will come later. You're paying $70 for a single-player campaign alone. That's mm -hmm. all you're paying for here, because Forge isn't there yet, split-screen co-op isn't there yet, and you're just teaching them that they can... <laughs> What, what's up? Continue, please. <laughs> Wait, why are, is, why are they yeah, looking out oh. from an airplane? <laughs> I thought that was a zombie face at first, and I'm not realizing it's her hair. I thought her like her cheek had caved in, Walking Dead style, like she'd just been sitting there rotting for a year. Um, I'm just gonna peek over it this whole time. It's just. Um, I like Wilson from Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> it just it lowers the bar so much for the entire industry. They're they're you're showing them what they can get away with, and it's it's. I understand the the, the reasoning behind it is that the uh, campaign is a big giant open world, not unlike that of Destiny. Uh, again, way to harp off everything that 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 uh, Bungie has built and probably do it way, <laughs> uh, way less skillfully. Uh, but you know. If it's not done, just wait. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to this game. So, like, if, to me, honestly, like, if it crashes and burns, will I be happy? No, not necessarily, because uh, they're still going to feel vindicated. I, I'll feel. Vi I'll feel vindicated <laughs> as fuck. But, but the thing is, like, it, it's 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 gonna it's gonna do damage. Like, we're gonna feel the waves of the damage this is gonna do as consumers for for years. If if they if they yeah, that's, if, that's if, if, if they get away with this. Um, because there's, we already have companies like EA who have to be kept in check constantly. Do I love a lot of the stuff EA does? Yes. 
But if the, if the community, if the, if the consumers as a whole don't check every once in a while, every game they make will be pay to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this, this, we're going to see a shift. I, I'm sorry, I'm, I don't do a giant long run on here, but I've had this bottled up. We're going to see a shift where, because of the fact that campaign, like, like their, their primary source of income is probably going to be the BR move. Because people aren't, aren't going to drop $70 on, on campaign if they can't play with other people. There are people that will, but, you know, about 70% of the people polled out of 88,000 people on a poll on Twitter said they wanted them to, to just postpone the game until everything was ready to go. There's, yeah. there's, there's, there's couples that live together that, that play these games. There's, they want to play this game with their partner. They want to experience it for the first time together, co-op. Um, you know, there's, there's friends who, who want to do the same thing, like longtime fans. I'm not counted among any of those people, but I can tell you that if this was a franchise I gave a fuck about, I'd be twice as mad as I am. Because it does yeah. a disservice to your entire fan base, um, and it it shows really that like there's people out there fighting tooth and nail to defend this company that doesn't even respect its fan base enough to do, to do right by them. Yeah, when you first started yelling, I got scared. I'm sorry, a little bit. I kind of peeled back a little bit. Yeah, it was. I appreciated the intensity of it though, and the passion. I mean, yeah, fuck, I fuck Halo, right? But but you know, yeah. but it's it's going the way of Call of Duty. It's just that you got really close to your webcam too. Like it's not yeah. you didn't just raise your voice. Well, you like leaned wanted in. Them, wanted them to see me. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to be seen I and heard. I kept like I was looking for that image to put up, and the whole time I was like, Yeah, <laughs> like, I kept glancing at Scott. Like, oh, he's getting closer. Um, I'm just gonna put this out there. It might be a weak contender, but episode 39. It's been a year now. I don't know. Just saying. Uh, all right, Halo news is done. <laughs> Next topic. It's another just a joy of the video game industry. Um, can can we have Derek take the lead on this one and give us how many re's this actually is? Oh, so this <laughs> is about the uh, the, the yeah. I don't even remember the name of it. The anniversary edition of Skyrim. So this is the re 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 release of Skyrim. Wow. Yes, it is. That's seven yeah. re's. It's re re for sure. I know. <laughs> we were all thinking the same thing. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize if we offended anybody. We're not. We're not making fun of people. We're making fun of Skyrim. Okay, yeah. and Bethesda. Todd Howard specifically, really. He's a big Riri. Boys, do you know? Does anybody know Pop Quiz? By the way, I look. I know it's like I know we're basically Marilyn Manson, uh, Marilyn uh, Manson, who removed two ribs, and we're trying to suck our own dicks right now. But I listened back to the last episode just today, and the part where <laughs> Derek is comparing the kids dying. <laughs> so good, such good black comedy. Anyway, uh, do either of you boys pop quiz know when Skyrim came out? November eleventh, two thousand eleven. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Yeah, I was going to say 2011. My, my, my man has the fucking day. <laughs> day. Day. I mean, obviously, we know the year because it's the 10 year fucking anniversary. Yeah, but yeah. I just, just to hear someone say that, like, this game came out November, like, it's not an MMO. It's got, I don't know. I, I don't have much to say about I'm, this besides A, I'm not surprised. And B, it's a bit bolsterous, though, isn't it? To celebrate, your te- it? To celebrate your 10 year anniversary of the game with your seventh release of it. Yeah. yeah, like, like I'm pretty sure that we didn't make this oh, big deal the 10th anniversary of 9/11. You know what I mean? Like, this is really just <laughs> this is really, you know. I I think when we put it in chat, I, I was like, can you imagine the implications of this? Like, somebody somewhere, some developer, they went to college or <laughs> online classes for video game design, 
and then went out looking for a job with real high hopes and, and ambitions and a great can-do attitude. And they got hired at Bethesda, and they said, you know what? Mm-hmm. Todd Howard, questionable director, but, you know, they're known for some really popular franchises over the years, and I can't wait to make some new content. And they sat down their first day, and the guy said, okay, I want you to work on fishing content for, for Skyrim. And he... To just see the joy drained from that young buck's face <laughs> is something I wish I could capture. Mm, chef's kiss, it would be so satisfying to watch I, that disappointment. I feel like 90% of the improvements that have come to Skyrim over the last 10 years have been mods that they just repurposed and coded, hard-coded into their game. Yeah, basically. 100%. Yeah, so like... I don't know. It's just, dude. dude. I, I read an article that said it was like, uh, actually, the fishing in the Skyrim Anniversary <laughs> Edition makes it totally worth it. And I'm like, I could just picture no. Todd Howard with the fucking Groucho Marsh, like, glasses and nose and mustache. Like, no, I really loved it. The yeah. game is totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you fish up some non-root. It's pretty great. It's like, <laughs> fuck. Like, no, no, like, like, my thing is I'm guilty. I'm just as guilty. As the Halo fanboys, I just unzipped my pants and took a shit on because I bought Skyrim in VR recently, guys. In my defense, it was ten dollars on Steam. That's fine. But but I, I also like I've like, I've owned Skyrim on PS3, Xbox 360, yeah. PS4, Xbox One, and now I ha- I've bought it five fucking times. It's insane. Yeah, and we keep asking ourselves why they're doing this. I mean, they're, they're, they're doing it. They're it doing too. it because well, because I mean, like it makes sense to a certain extent, right? Like. I always want to have Skyrim. I have. I didn't own multiple copies at one time, but you know, as like over the course of ten years, sometimes you get bored with the console and you're like, "Fuck this!" You trade it in. Like, well, I still want to play Skyrim, so I'll get that on PS4. And it's just yeah. you know, like it's that's. I mean, that like I like that it's readily available on new platforms. I do like that. But we're at the point now where you can just you can just give us a digital upgrade, like you did on on Steam, right? Like for everybody, you, yeah. everyone's bought this game think, a thousand fucking times. Do you think when someone face fucks? Todd Howard, instead of saying gat, 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 he says plat, plat, plat. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Holy shit. Plat, 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 plat. (laughs) Plat, plat, plat. Gonna get about to these new plat. You said plat, 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 like new platforms, and that's all I could think of. That's that's my mind. I'm sorry. Sorry Because that's my mind. Plat, plat, plat. I, I often find my my mind wanders to Todd Howard being face fucked. <laughs> In the late hours of the evening, I too find myself. My mind drifts to Todd Howard being face fucked. I start laughing. Cry out. As opposed to gat gat gat, plat plat plat. Clipping that one for the YouTube. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm bringing the Morgan Freeman back, like, every three episodes, at least. I'm not going to do it. That's two weeks in a row, right? I can't even do it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Chris seems to be having trouble. When he cups his nose like so, you can tell. The glass has already removed the tears are welling in the corners of his eyes. Quoth quoth the raven. Plat, plat, Oh, no. Okay. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I blacked out. Oh man, I think I think we're moving on, right? <laughs> yeah, we're good. That's, we're not going to wring any more gold out of that out of that mine. Um, I'm not going <sighs> to look. 
I have no stake in the next piece of news besides the fact that the stills look bad to me. I'd never watched the original. I've been told I should. I've been told it's a staple of the genre. Uh, and because of that, I'm going to let one of you two start. Not, it, it's up to you who does it. Uh, but we got some a first look today at the live-action Cowboy Bebop that's going to Netflix. Um, yeah, that's all, I, that's all I really have to say to preface the, the coming storm. So whoever would like to go. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to tell oh, you. Oh, this is out the gate. Right out of the gate. Uh, I have talked shit on this from the moment it was announced. It's just, I, I'm not even going to dip into the normal shit I dip into, which is that you don't need to transfer mediums. Like, just because something is good in one medium, you don't need to always fucking put it into another one. It doesn't always work, especially Netflix adaptations of animations. We've already covered that kind of shit a million times. The fact of the matter is, this looks fucking stupid. It, these are the worst... This looks like a, a college like uh, art project or something like a senior year. Like it's so yeah. fucking bad. And I'm telling you right now, this is like the one time that I'm doing this. I have said from the moment they announced this that I will not watch this movie. And I, I not for this podcast, not for any fucking reason. I will not watch this movie. It's going to be fucking terrible. Look at the I'm looking at them right now. I told my size. Well, I looked at him one time earlier and I went, that's the only time I'm ever going to look at these again because it broke my heart. I, I, I have them up again and it just hurts. It's just it's just it's just terrible. Um, I will say this, though, Chris, people who don't like anime like Cowboy Bebop. And if you yeah, watch I've been, it, I've been told several times that, like, if I watch anything, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yes. it's, it's the best anime ever made. It's it's excellent. And it's only like 24 episodes and they're only 20 minutes. So it's not like it eats up your whole life or anything. But right. um, it's a great story. Great animation. Great music. Great characters. Great everything. Yeah. The um, there's incredible. no need to touch it. The, the VA is amazing. Amazing. Um, there's just there was no reason to ever touch it. But again, not even not even touching on any of that. This just looks fucking bad. And I've see so, seen so many people online today say things that are like, I'm still not sure how to feel about this or even people saying, hey, this looks good. I have I don't even know how to make fun of these people. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't know what could possibly gonna... be happening to you that you could look at this and think anything other than just yuck. Not good. I was going to bring it up. So before Scott uh, says his piece, I mean, knowing nothing about I mean, I know the premise. I know it's a space bounty hunter western type shit i, I know the the very very lightest touch of what what's going on in the story um but I, one i like john cho and i would watch him in almost anything i'm not saying i'm gonna watch it but i just like i like him as an actor yeah uh and i saw someone today they were like oh well the original composer from the series is coming back to the show <laughs> and like yeah. hey this the, the stills look okay maybe this won't be that bad and i was like the stills don't look okay they do <coughs> no they don't look okay to me, and and I I like John. I I'm sorry. I think John Cho looks okay. Let's no no no. Let, let's let's dive into why these stills don't look okay though. <laughs> they're tr they're trying to emulate the color palette of of an, an anime in live action, and any and also give it a like a darker more serious tone, and that doesn't fucking work. Totally, these outfits look ridiculous. They look so they ridiculous. They, they look do. like they just it, left Comic Con it, or something. They're, yeah, they're yeah, well they're, done. It, Comic Con. It looks, it looks like somebody is cosplaying. Yeah, like it's it's. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I also don't agree on the casting. Yeah. 
Uh, mostly just because Faye needs big old honkers. I'm sorry. I, I know that's the worst thing I could possibly say. <laughs> well, but the f- yeah, it's pretty bad. But I'll, it's funny. <laughs> they announced. They announced like a year ago. Like I don't even know how much I should dip into this. They announced a year ago that they were covering Faye up, and in the anime, her tits are hanging out the whole time. And the thing is, like, I get that we live in a different like climate now than we did then, and you have to do things a little differently. But like Faye <clears throat> Valentine's entire, without spoiling anything for Chris, her entire like crux of her whole arc is that she is a sexualized person by everyone she sees even though she's way more than that on the inside it's the whole point people look at her and just see a pair of tits even though she's this incredibly like deep character so the fact that they go well we're just gonna you know put her in a turtleneck for the whole movie is like all right, but that kind of like defeats the whole. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we won't see because, like I said, I'm not watching this. I I, <coughs> I just refuse. There's 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 just no way in my mind that I'm gonna watch this and even feel like, oh, that was okay. Like it, it people will say this thing that kind of irks me. Oh uh, well, just because they made a remake, it doesn't take away from the original. Yeah, it kind of does, honestly, because now every time if I watch this and I truly hate it. Every time I go back and watch the show, I'm going to think of that one part from the movie. And I'm just, it's just going to make me like, ugh. Bad news, and, Derek. And, Bad news. It's a show. And they doing 10 episodes. Oh, no. And they're already re-upping for season two, potentially, before this even drops. I thought it was a movie. No, no. Yeah. This is a 10-part series. It's going to be really Sorry. Uh, so here's the thing. If it comes out and it gets good reviews, I'll watch it for you. And I'll tell you... Because I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the original before this comes out. You okay. have my okay. you have my okay. solemn okay. pledge. All right. No, I'm, I'm uh, feeling uh, this a little more. Can, can, can we do, can we can we make it a bargain here or make a pact that if if me and Chris watch the mandatory two episodes and it's, and it's garbage, instead of reviewing the new Cowboy Bebop, we just we just review the old Cowboy Bebop. Once Chris I um, was actually gonna say now that I know it's a show, Mando two episode rule is fine with me. I mean, oh, if two sure. episodes. That that it's just two episodes. It's the beginning of the fucking show. I, I can do that. That's fine. I thought it was a movie. I thought it was like a feature length type thing, um, that just covered the whole series. But I I, I could do the two episode rule on it. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will watch all of Cowboy Bebop. This comes out November nineteenth. I got plenty of time. Um, I'll probably start tonight. Oh, honestly, because yeah. I you know I probably start putting it on while I edit the audio. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't look good to any of us, and I, I can't e- even from a completely outsider perspective. I, I don't know where people are coming from on the internet either. Uh, all I can say, God damn it, Scott. <laughs> all I can say is, uh, uh, while you were talking, Derek, I was suppressing laughter because, um, in a you know a throwback to the joke that we just did, I, I heard, quote the Raven. Faye needs big old honkers in my head, and that was what <laughs> kept me. Uh, it was I was suppressing laughter through it. I mean, but um, I, I know that I know how how bad that sounds, but I still stand by it. Fuck you. They're going. They're going. They're going. They're going above and beyond to emulate everything about the original, even in places where it doesn't make sense at all. And then they're just going to virtue signal out the the like the actual look of the character. Like it's. It's just it's dumb to me. Like it's once you, you listen, see listen, a, a, a better message would be to have her have her be a sexualized person, and then like Derek said, show the complexity, show the nuance, show what kind of person she is. Like if if you haven't seen Cowboy Bebop, it's easy to look at stills of the animation and just and just you know be the guy who's cranking out to Rule Thirty Four and just fap to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But every character on that show is is 
so well written and so like beloved by the fran- by the fan base. Like there's yeah. a reason why this thing was made in 1998 and it's people don't shut the fuck up about today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and there's that's a reason the whole point even when Faye shows up in the show after like whatever it is two or three episodes, you do you're just like, "Oh, this chick's hot, whatever." And then w- once you get to like little pieces of her personality, you go like, "Oh, she's more than just like the tits of the group." So you kind of fell victim to the same thing that like the characters in the show did to her. You know what I mean? Like it's done in a really really smart way. I don't want to give too much away, especially because you say you're going to watch it tonight, but it's just like when you when you see her full backstory, you're going to see what I'm talking about. And it's just it's just a goofy decision to me. I hate to sound like a fucking knuckle duster on Twitter who's like, well, you know, like a Lola Bunny uh, big titty defender or something. <laughs> but it's like this is one case where it's just like it, it was just a bad call to me. I don't yeah, I don't even care if it makes me sound like I'm a fucking weeby incel piece of shit. It's just it's iconic imagery. Like all of her outfits from the show are iconic in the same way that, that Spike doing a spin kick to jazz is iconic in the show. This, you know, this like same same way that this see later uh, catch a later space cowboy sign off is an iconic yeah. part of the show. These are all bits and pieces that make up the larger. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's God. I'm gonna rewatch it too. I, now I, say, I, after you yeah. said all that, I'm like, I gotta watch this show again. <laughs> I, I love when you talk about something very passionate, and you get like Derek gets like stoked to do it again. I, yeah. It's very fun for me. Um, look, having no stake in the matter, I will test your claims as to whether or not I think it looks gratuitous in the show. I mean, I'm sure it is a little gratuitous. It's 1998, uh, but whether or not it's just gratuitous or if it, it builds into her character, but I, I will just say, Scott. We're a pretty liberal podcast. I'm pretty sure we wear this on our sleeve. We're a pretty liberal podcast. We mm-hmm. tend to defend those groups. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with you saying you want to see big honking titties. Yeah. You're a single man. You love titties. That's perfectly okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm not you know? single. I still love titties. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Me. I was, I, okay. Well, it's more so like. If there be know, a man amongst oh, us who are... does not love big honking titties. <laughs> let it be known. Yes. Let him, let him make forth. himself known. Getting some Green Knight vibes here, huh? <laughs> really seamless transition almost. Just too early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Qu- quoth the Raven. <laughs> gonna say that from now on. Uh, all right, we have one more piece of uh, weird, rando movie news that also has to do with Netflix, which is why I put them together. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we have two trailers. So um, I don't know. I have a pretty big soft spot in my heart for 80s and 90s action movies and comedy, comedy action movies. Um, and this is one of the franchises that I, I liked a whole lot. It didn't make a huge, it wasn't lethal weapon, uh, type huge fucking Scott. I'm sorry. Uh, it's but, the, but if he, no, no, if it's he, okay. I he, saw him do it too. If he turns the right way it, and it's, <laughs> it's the gif in the background, it still looks like Scott's <laughs> See, look, 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 he's doing it now. It's got a fucking, <laughs> it looks like I have no, like I have hands on my elbows are supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners at home. We're, we're doing visual bits today a lot, you know? Well, you'll have uh, to no, catch the. I mean, bits. The I, they're not plural. I'm just doing the same one again. And again, <laughs> and again. But I know that if, if I do it at a time where like, I'm going to catch you off guard, it's going to get you. So I just keep yeah. doing it. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I think you would legitimately take it as an insult, and I didn't mean it that way. No, you, ha- say, no, oh, you have to say it. Uh, yeah. It's, like, oh, it's the same reason Dane Cook was funny. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he would do that. Though, right, well, right no, 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 it's okay. Same. Fuck you, Chris. Moving on. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I have a soft spot in my heart for this franchise. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I don't want to bury the lead. Axel Foley was a uh, Beverly Hills Cop one and two. I think are fantastic. Three is suffers from the same. You're doing the same shit again. Stick to me. But 
They're making another one. So in in light of Hollywood beating yet another franchise into the fucking dirt, and I always come back to what Derek says, which is that oh, the new stuff shouldn't affect the old, which you just said about Bebop. Uh, and I, I th- you have warned me, uh, yeah, warned me. You have won me over to that train of thought. Where if this is shit, then I'm gonna, it's gonna diminish the original films for me. And, and look, look, they're action comedies. It, there's, we're not talking highbrow art to diminish. However, I don't know. I really liked these movies. I thought they were hilarious. Um, they're so the whole gist is Paramount sold Beverly Hills Cop to Netflix. Uh, Eddie Murphy is coming back as Axel Foley. And this article was that they're going to be filming relatively soon. There was a press release in California about the spending they were doing in the area. Production is going to take 58 days, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They'll actually be shooting on prem in Beverly Hills. I just I had no idea this was happening. It caught me completely off guard. And the only reason I put it in the doc was to just say that I have a fondness for those movies and I don't want them to murder it. And that's. Yeah. Uh, you guys might have nothing to say. It's totally fine, but I just wanted to talk I about I don't, it. but that's your Cowboy Bebop, and I respect that. Uh, I wouldn't call it my Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> that's not, I mean, we're talking about Axel Foley and the Beverly Hills Cop here. Not too yeah, late. It's, it's your Cowboy fucking... Bebop. I said it already. <laughs> God damn it. It's canon now. It's your Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, if there's one thing that the last... 10 years have taught us is that a 20 year sequel is always a good idea, right? Independence yeah. Day Resurgence, <laughs> Super Troopers 2, Anchorman 2, uh, Coming to America. What else am I missing? Coming There's to a- America was not that bad. Yeah, no, but it, no, but, no, bad. no, no. It wasn't no. that great, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh my god, you piece of shit, why'd you do this? But when you Fair. said Anchorman 2, that like physically hurt me, because I was one of the yeah, people Anchorman that 2 can- really wanted that to be a good movie, yeah. and it, oh boy, yeah. just did We all deliver. wanted it to be good. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of what other 20-year sequels have been that, that have been atrocious. There's a bunch of them, I'm sure. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's... It's fine. Leave it alone, right? Like, dude, oh, like yeah. just, do, oh, just... Terminator just, Genesis. Sorry, Terminator Genesis. Yeah, every Terminator after 2, right? Um, yeah. we, just leave it alone, man. There, there's a quote from Pet Cemetery that I would like Scott to recite, because I think he does it very well. Sometimes dead is better. Thank you. Thank you. We've been talking about a lot. That, that I mean, it's not super uh, jokey, but that could be the episode title. We've been talking a lot about things that should not be revived. It's Sometimes true. that is better. Um, just throwing it out there for contenders. Could be the, th- could be the theme here. Behind the scenes, listeners, whenever I, we don't do I that often, throughout the episode, I, we struggle afterwards. I, I kind of <laughs> wish we could make the, the title very, very, very long. I often find on the dark cold nights <laughs> that my mind too wanders. As my mind wanders to Todd Howard, and what it is, and what it is, he is not choking on. Uh, Yeah, if we if we named it Todd Howard face fucked, I'd be okay with that. Okay. (laughs) Not bad, not bad. Todd, I'll write it down as a contender. I'll bleep the. We've already bleeped the word "fuck" in our title before, so it's not out of Todd Howard multi plat plat plat. (laughs) Yeah. The Todd oh Howard God. gag reflex experience. <laughs> oh, I hate that. It sounds like a band name. It yeah, really does. Yeah. <laughs> they opened for the Dillinger escape plan. It wasn't good. <laughs> All right. You can just solidify it. That's the fucking title. The Todd Howard gag reflex experience. <laughs> they opened for just... <laughs> we'll, we'll put that up. We'll put that in for contention. It's okay. We'll keep it going. <laughs> Okay, okay. We'll see what else comes of this. All right, we have moving on to our trailers. Uh, would you like to pee pee break now or later, or do you not have to? I feel like I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for no. We'll see what happens. <gasps> I'm gonna okay. go for no. Hey, ooh, 
Ooh. All right. So I'm not going to shill yet. I'll shill before we talk about Green Knight. Um, we have two trailers to talk about. One is the final trailer for the Eternals. We got a, a couple Marvel properties coming up here right in a row. Uh, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. I don't think we ever got final word on that. Shang, Shang. Actually, comes out next Friday, uh, which I don't know when we're going to get to see it because, as far as I know, it's only theaters. There's no Disney Plus, uh, but we'll see it. You know, as soon as we can and talk about it. Um, early reviews are coming in. By the way, nothing to do with this trailer, and they seem to be pretty positive overall. Hmm. So I'm excited. I heard that the villain guy who plays Wenwu, one of the better MCU villains, which is not it's not a high bar. Yeah, but it's okay. It sounds good. Um, this is the Eternals, which comes out uh, two months after November 5th. It's the final trailer. I think we've all been pretty meh on the idea, and that's like probably a gracious way of saying it, to be honest. And um, just to give my initial thoughts, this trailer does nothing for me to allay that. In fact, it makes it worse. And here's why. We talked about this last time, that this movie was going to have to make some stupid fucking reason for why they didn't help. Because anything where you have beings of this magnitude introduced, like post-snap, who have been been around forever, you have to make the excuse TM. And uh, they do it right in the trailer. They didn't even want to wait till the fucking movie. They were like, yeah, we just weren't supposed to because there's no deviants involved. <laughs> yeah, this one, um, this one to rip the stupid Band-Aid off our forehead, right? Yeah. Yeah. They can drag their yeah. dick across. Yeah, just... Some, just uh, Roman helmet the things. entire fan base. Yeah. One, uh, this is sexist, and I apologize, but I can't say Selma Hayek is still a, a, a choice Looking lady great. At Looking her age. Looking fantastic. Yeah. Way to go, uh, Selma. Yeah, I mean, good for you. Um... I feel, like you, I feel like you don't have to preface that with, with saying that, you, that it's sexist because we also comment on how hot older dudes are all the time. Yeah, that's true. Constantly, that's, like, yeah. like relentlessly, you know like to the point where people like you know are, what? We probably actually compliment dudes way more than yeah, we do like women. to the point where your, your wives and girlfriends should be concerned about about where you, <laughs> whether you're gonna run off with George Clooney. You know what I mean? I mean, if I had the option, I would. Oh, yeah. I would leave yeah. this family I mean, behind. That dude has money. I mean, Are you kidding? They, they should be concerned, Scott. Is Ron behind you? <laughs> no, God, I would never say that if she was an earshot. Hi, Ron. Thanks for listening. No, um, yeah, yeah, but you're good. Yeah, that, that's kidding, why. That's why. I, I, that's why I'm doubling, tripling down on the face, big honk, and anime titties thing. Fuck you, fan base. Yeah, Fuck so you listeners, they give us the gist. Of I guess the, the general thrust of the of the storyline here is like when the snap happened and everyone came back, there was some big surge of power and it started some big MacGuffin called the Emergence or some shit that they give, they have seven days to. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And I, the deviants look stupid and generic. If that is what they are, they just look like critters. Well, de- deviants um, are supposed to be like the the celestials, like arch enemies. Yeah, like well, well, they, they, they were created at the beginning of time by the celestials in canon. Before, right, before, they they, made, before the Inhumans were made. The Inhumans were made right. to, to battle them once they got out of control. But also, aren't, aren't the Deviants like the root of the mutant genome in all, throughout all of history? Yep. So this could be our introduction to mutants in the MCU. Could be. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's some interesting lore implications for the movie, but I still just... It's not doing anything for me. I don't care about these characters. I don't... Uh, they, all their costumes look generic. They look so There's, bad, dude. And even just... It just looks dry and boring. It looks like Dune, but worse somehow. And that movie looks so <laughs> bad. Like, everything's just brown and gray and grim. Like, there's just no life to anything. I don't know. I think it looks terrible. I don't know what else to say. This trailer didn't do anything more for me than the first one did. Uh, or, I don't know if there was more than that. The only other one I watched... Um, <laughs> 
it's just ugh, I don't know. It's it's this this is gonna have to be a uh, when it comes out on uh, DVD for me. Um, this just does not look worth like it's worth uh, DVD 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 right. Uh, it doesn't look like it's worth the uh, theater seats price nowadays. Um, yeah. It looks like Dune, but worse is probably the meanest thing I've ever heard you say about a movie. By the way, I have to fuck TCN myself. I was going to say, and I mentioned 130,000 kids dying last week. It's actually 155,000 kids. Yeah, ha, take that, yeah. kids. So uh, Jenny McCarthy has been directly responsible for 150,000 kids dying. Mm. Uh, there's a website called Jenny McCarthy Death Count dot org. Not oh a joke. Oh my god. Not a joke. Oh Death my god. Count dot is it dot com or dot org? It better be dot org because that's what you told me. It's not dot org. You lied to me. I can't even find it. Sorry, listeners. We're uh, on Jenny McCarthy body count body count dot com. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, 152,763 children's deaths. Oh, sick. Yeah, so I undercut that. that. Sorry about that, Jenny. Sorry, but didn't want to didn't want to uh, hurt your numbers there. Didn't want to misrepresent your that. kill count there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is no. This this is from uh, 2007 to 2015. Uh, yeah, holy shit! Looks like they looks like they might have gotten shot. They might have gotten shut down or. Or maybe this oh, person. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. It does only go to fucking 2015. Mm. Jenny McCarthy got him. <laughs> oh, no. It's 152,764 now, at least, sounds like. Yeah, she, 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 uh, she snuck in and gave him a flu shot while he was sleeping and he got brain damage. <laughs> oh, no. is, that, is that not what she, she believes happens, right? Did she sick uh, Donnie Wahlberg on him? Got Don on him. Giant, giant, meaty gorilla hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, look, I don't have anything else to say about this trailer. Uh, it. I feel like when Donnie I, Wahlberg walked her down the aisle, the Phil Collins Tarzan song played, like the "I'll Be in Your Heart" with his giant fucking monkey's paw hands. <laughs> I think he dragged her down, but like not intentionally. He didn't. He just thought they were holding hands, but it was yeah. like it's like Wreck It Ralph, you know? Like he has that kind of build. <laughs> I was actually hoping for like the Tarzan boy song to actually play, like oh, whoa, 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 you know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know that one. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it's called. It's just the whoa, whoa, whoa song. It's called yeah. Tarzan boy. That's a. Sh is either the they... song is called Tarzan boy, or the band is called Tarzan boy. One of the two. Just Google that shit. <laughs> that's that's, that's a terrible band. name. That's a terrible <laughs> name for a song. <laughs> Tarzan. Uh, yeah, the the band is called Baltimore, and the song is called Tarzan boy. Okay. You, 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 both of you guys, I'm not kidding. I used to I play feel, that. That, that, song, that song's been around way before the Tarzan anime movie, though, I'm pretty sure that was in Jungle to Jungle with Mimi Siku back in the I'm day. I'm going to tell you. With Tim oh, Allen. Shit, it was. Yeah. I'm going to tell you Martin a Short. weird fact about that song that neither of you asked for, and you're getting it right now. Give it to me. The lead singer did not sing that song on the record, the keyboard player did. But the lead singer has to just mime as if he's doing it, taking all the credit for it. Wow, they're what a piece welcome. of shit. Yeah, what a bag of dicks. I knew a guy named Tommy who uh, used to pretend to play keyboard live even though it wasn't plugged in because he was really embarrassed that he was just backup vocals. He would pretend Ouch. to play piano along the backing track. And people just... Ouch. Oh, that, what, that we, hurts we, to hear. During sound check, once he was like... During sound check, once he was like, 
like, it's not loud enough. And like and my drummer at the time picked up the cord. He's like, it's not plugged in, silly. It's <laughs> like, like wait, wait for the cord that wasn't plugged in. Oh no, yeah, that's yeah. fucking hilarious uh, though. He, he, the guy was it's a not piece plugged of shit, in. Though. You're not good at much. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got but we got two bad trailers this week. I'm not gonna bury the lead. There's a Frogger show coming out, and you might be thinking to yourself, "Well, Chris, well, Derek, well, Scott." Frogger was a, a Vigi game for the inclusion. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Frogger was a Vigi game. Oh, stop! Back in my that. day, what are you doing? What's the matter? You don't like Vigi? No, no, I don't. I do not like that. <laughs> Frogger was a Nintendo game. Um, why? Your what do you mean? Called show? Everything Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Every everything was Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you bought you show? bought it for me for Christmas. You saw that it says PlayStation Two on it. What the fuck are you doing? I got you a new <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah, that's. Oh, the PlayStation 2 Sad. model? Thanks. <laughs> Love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> There's no way it's built by Nintendo. They drop the prices of their games. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, so, they're making a television show out of... Based loosely, I assume, because there's not much of the fucking game. Uh, loosely based on the original video game. Uh, it's coming to the Peacock service, which I would love to see. Who pays for the Peacock streaming service? <laughs> what do you think is less paid for, Apple TV or Peacock? I'm going Peacock because Apple Peacock. TV. Apple TV has some fucking slam dunks yeah. on it, boys. For real. Uh, what's hey, Peacock you're making me got on it? What's up, honestly? I, I, I just got to give you guys the, the login info. But I, yeah, think I, don't, I don't know what my login info is for it. <laughs> so I have to figure out what my login info for the TV Every time I give is. mine out, I have to make sure my password isn't embarrassing. Because sometimes it's yeah, like, yeah. dick farts suck my own dick sometimes. <laughs> nine. And, I can't like give that to my mom. That'd be a yeah. fucking nightmare. Yeah. I like that you have dicks in your password twice. That's what really sets it apart. Yeah. Dick farts suck my own dick nine. That's, that could be the episode title. Oh no! <laughs> a lot of contenders tonight. Yeah, yeah, there are. Um, all right, so I don't. Whatever. Fucking this, this, this a, is a the, show. Do you mind? Yes. I, it, I don't mind. It's basically American Ninja Warrior, right? Like it's just, it's just. Oops! Yes. Don't fall in. And this is like. This is one of the few times where, like, a tired, a tired, like, a tired, aging video game franchise would have would have been better appropriated to a movie. Like, when I saw the television, like a little a little Pixar style animated movie about like he has to get home, and he's and, like, he's, like I would have rather watched a, an hour and a half of Frogger, like meeting up with other animals in the forest to get back to his pond, than watch a single solitary minute. I didn't. I made it thirty seconds into this trailer before I wanted to kill myself. It was terrible. Surprise, uh, you and Damien, Damon Wayne Jr. too. Both of you wanted to kill yourself. Yeah, like, like I, he was I, having I, such a terrible time. I, I made it 35 seconds of this trailer and I paused it. I think I think I'm going to send it to you guys. Like, are the Wayne's brothers okay? Like, how bad do they need money? Like, I'll go see another scary movie. I'll do it. I'll, I'll take one for the team. Just please stop. You know, it makes me sad. Like his character on like New Girl Coach is really funny too. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, come on, dude, you're better than he this. He was fantastic, and let's be cops. He was fucking incredible. Yeah. You should absolutely have "Oops, don't fall in" on your soundboard <laughs> when you're streaming. I, uh, uh, I was just gonna in. ask why, why, where the southern twang came from when you did. That's what got me. I just, I it made it laughing. though. It just elevated yeah. it to the next plane. <laughs> Thank you. Apes. Don't what, what, fall these, in. what these goofy shows like? They're all trying to do like an MXC thing, but they just don't have the hilarious commentary that MXC had. Like, uh, uh, who was the guy? Guy Ladouche. Uh, it, it's just not when you have a, a a show called Frogger, and one of the hosts says, "Are you frogging kidding me?" It's just like there's no reason 
to live. Yeah, there's no, there's no, no reason to, to keep. There's no yeah. key, reason to keep trying to have a civilized society. We lost yeah. it yeah. right there. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like we, we just need to start lopping head offs and heads off in a shop right and just, like staple gunning them to the roof of a go kart and just tearing ass around <laughs> the parking lot because there is no law. We we are we yeah. are in we it's are over. in the we are really in the road over. warrior end of days right now, boys. So again, lo- find find long luscious locks of hair, lop off their heads at a Walmart. Hypothetically, hypothetically, <laughs> and then oh, and, and then and then you zip tie them to the, to the roof of your go kart and you just, you tear ass through the suburbs. Uh, like a warlord, just just pillaging and burning everything in sight. That's not a good. bad plan. Yeah. yeah. What, what else is? What else can you do? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, with that, I, that's got to be the end of the conversation about Frogger. I, I don't give a single shit about Frogger, and yeah. that just caps encapsulated it so well. Hmm. Anything um, else to add? <laughs> nope. We're good. <laughs> Oops! Don't fall in. Uh, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show real quick because I'm very excited to get to at least one of our two topics today. Uh, CynicalNerd.com. Facebook.com slash the cynical nerd at the cynical nerd on Twitter. Uh, hashtag fuck TCN if we mess something up like Derek got himself earlier. Also, hashtag ask TCN. We get so few emails uh, that I didn't even check it this week. So let me just check it just in case one of you assholes finally emailed us. And, uh, and you know what? Scott doesn't even like it when I bring it up because we're so sad that we don't get emails from you guys. Yeah. So I'm not even going to I'm not even going to mention it next week. You guys are I'm beating. You guys are beating Scott up. It's, it's really you're bringing him down. Just so you know, every time you you type out an email and then you get nervous and you don't hit send because I know that's what it is. You break. Scott's yeah, we get heart. it. Yeah, we get it. And uh, you know, there's no email. I, I'm, I'm I'm offended when you guys when like when when Chris brings up that we don't have emails because it's like it's like that girl that you didn't like in high school who like went out of her way to tell you like I would never date you. Like I didn't fucking ask. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like I didn't fucking ask. I didn't you. even want to know that. I, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't do yeah. anything with that info Thanks. before, and I we, can't now. Yeah. We, we've all heard about the rampant butt stuff you do, which, to be honest, had me a little curious. <laughs> but I'm good. I'm good with, without, without being the sixth man. It's okay. I don't even have yeah. a conductor hat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, moving into our two topics. Which would you guys like to tackle first? What do you want to end on? You want to end on the what if, the bashing something on the way out the well, door, or do you want to get that out of the way and then talk about let's, Green Knight? Let's, let's do what if first, right? I'm, okay. I'm into okay. that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What if episode two was basically what if uh, T'Challa became Star Lord? It's the whole premise of the episode. However, they they do a pretty big time jump in this episode, from what I can gather, because he's already gone through the motions. The spoiler alerts abound just out of the gate, but if you care about that stuff for this. Thanos is like part of the crew. He like convinced him not to do the snap. So we're like, he's gone through the whole thing. Uh, and now we're at this weird part of his career where he like wants to go back and see his parents. And I don't know. They go through a whole bunch of shit in this episode. A lot, a lot actually happens. Um, I actually like this episode way more than the first one. I don't, I'm not saying it was fantastic or anything. Um, I, I liked it a lot more. I started the episode annoyed uh, and I messaged Scott about it. And here's this. Here's the really small thing that was annoying me was that he still had his Wakandan accent as an adult, having spent his entire adult life in space, nowhere near Earth. And I was like, he there's no fucking way he would still talk like that. But it's OK. I get it to, to really it's animation. You're really letting the audience know this is the same character. Whatever. I, I got over it. Um, I don't know. It it still had ways of finding a heart in a swapped universe. I just liked it more. I thought the Thanos thing was interesting. I should have saw it coming. I didn't. I thought it was cool. He was on the team. Uh, I also thought the recurring joke of him telling everybody how efficient it was was kind of funny. It got me. 
Sorry. He was telling somebody at the bar. He's like, but it was really efficient. Because uh, they it literally just made the argument. Like, everyone's just like, it just sounds like genocide. Like, Taser yeah. face was back in it. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they made the argument against Thanos that everybody else made when the movie came out, which was, why didn't you just, you know, help people with the stones instead of being a cunt? Um, I thought that was a modicum more clever than I expected. And with that, I have expanded, expounded all my views on the topic. And uh, who wants to go next? You, 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 you. I'm going to let Scott go. How about that? I feel like Derek has the most hate, so I want him to yeah. wrap it up for us. Um, yeah. I, I absolutely loathe the first. That? I absolutely loathe the first episode because it stuck so closely to the original story. It felt like I was just watching a re- like just musical chairs with the same fucking characters. Uh, this one I thought did a much better job of of changing it up. It was it was more interesting, but at the same time though, what are the fucking odds that that Proxima Midnight and and all these other you know what I mean like what are the odds that all of Thanos's lackeys would then go against him again? Yeah, and, and you know what I mean like what, what are the odds that the collector would automatically just get his his entire squad was like yeah well, we, we you know we we all know each other we'll just work for this guy instead we'll just take one step to the right with a new boss uh, that felt lazy to me I would have rather seen maybe people we hadn't seen yet in the MCU in physical form you know what I mean in like because think about it you can voice cast somebody and just animate them it's so easy you have all these characters we haven't seen yet you can give us an origin for somebody in one of these episodes. And then you know spare, I thought was going to show spare up? us to the 45 minute origin in a fucking movie later. I thought Adam Warlock was going to show up because he was teased at the end of Guardians 2 and yeah. never nothing ever happened with him. But I, I digress. I apologize. Uh, it's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's basically it. Like they, they're, 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 they made more of an effort to, to keep the, the story interesting and fresh, but they still just shuffled people around a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it. I liked the collector going through and showing all of his his collection and actively using weapons he had acquired throughout the years in this timeline. I thought that was cool. Uh, Howard the Duck was a cool touch. But for every for every little bit that had me like like kind of smiling or nodding like for the uh, you know the Easter egg or you know the like the fanfare of it all, there was also an eye roll in there. You know what I mean? Like right. Uh, show us somewhere we haven't been before. I, I understand the collector's going to be in nowhere, but maybe in this new regime where he literally rules the fucking world. He doesn't have to live inside of a giant decaying head. You know it's got a stink in there. It's got to smell like shit. It's a giant decaying head full of fluid. They're literally harvesting the brain juice of a dead celestial that's been in there for hundreds of years. You tell me that doesn't stink like fucking shit. Even in the vacuum of space, it doesn't smell like straight fucking shit. Also, how how are they in the vacuum of space without any kind of suit? Like, inside of his head there's just a vacuum? Semantics, but I digress. All I'm saying is, Star Lord literally got jettisoned out of the out of out of nowhere and was gonna die because he couldn't breathe the fucking he couldn't breathe the space the the lack of oxygen in space and he was all frozen and all cold. But they just they crawl inside of its fucking ear hole like some kind of like fucking earwig, and all of a sudden there's oxygen and it's pressure stabilized and fuck this, it's stupid. That's all I got. <laughs> I could have sworn you guys told me uh, you didn't like it. I must have been thinking of someone else. And I could have, I could have sworn you guys told me you weren't into it, which is why I, I think felt- my initial response was in horse chat, and I think I said I didn't like it already, and then yeah. my opinion altered. Uh, I um, so that's the only reason I had mentioned it 
earlier in TCN chat. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't have. I thought it was worse in every conceivable way, even than the first episode. <laughs> I thought it was so bad. Like when they're running through the beginning where it's like, oh, T'Challa as Star-Lord just fixed everything in the whole fucking conceivable, perceivable universe and everything's cool. And it's just like they explain away Thanos like sometimes a good argument's better than a strong weapon or whatever the fuck he says. It's like, couldn't he just have done that then in the Avengers? Did he not have, like, the ability to reason and debate with people in that movie? Like, why? I just didn't get that. It was so corny to me. Um, and I'm That's just, a pretty great point. The, like, the, the, like it's, it's just a fan service machine to me. It's just, like, none of it makes any sense. Like, I've never at any point in, I think the Collector was first introduced in, was it Infinity War? Or uh, he was Gar in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. At no point did he cross me as, like, a threatening figure that could become, like, a mob boss of the universe or something so the fact that thanos just gets talked down from the ledge which again just pissed me off and <laughs> the collector takes his space was like okay that's dumb um it just was like one corny thing after the next he's like i also fixed this from the original timeline uh and that too and that turns out i'm just kind of the best um, the opening scene with the guy, he's like, oh, classic <laughs> star Lord, like nine times throughout the fucking episode, dude, like we get it. Oh my God. And then even like Nebula, like in the beginning, she's like, he's lucky. I'm calling him big guy. And by the end of the 25 minute episode, she's like, dad, I'm like, this is so terrible, dude. This is worse than like a Flintstones episode. I'd rather watch all of the Flintstones for all of time on repeat than ever have to fucking endure through this episode ever again. It was terrible. And it's a shame because the best part of this episode was the ode to Chadwick Boseman at the end. That got me like a little like, boom. I was like, oh, okay. I figured yeah. they'd do some like in memory of, but though I forget the exact way it was worded and I don't want to ruin it, but it was very, very, and the music that they had at the end was very bittersweet when they did the um, uh, in memoriam form. So um, yeah. that was the only part of this episode that was good. And I, I it's it sucks. This is the last thing he ever did um because i hated it i thought it was i thought it was like really really embarrassing and that's really all i have to say about it i just pictured like while. i just had a, a picture like in my head of like somebody like derek's just on his way out to his car after work and somebody just chloroforms him and he wakes up strapped to a chair like he's in a saw movie and like <laughs> it's just an endless loop of the flintstones episodes and, and in my head i'm just like thank god it's not episode two of what if <laughs> <laughs> They're like feeding like you intravenously, like there's a tube. Like you just, you know, you going, you're going potty in a bag, and they're just, they're just taking it off and changing them off for you. Like you don't have to move ever again. All your bodily functions, you know, they they even bought you an auto blow A one, and it sucks oh, you off. Hell yeah, yeah, it sucks you off. But only, only, only like once or twice a week, so you can get them big, the big gummies out. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, but that's you know, it's it's essentially like it's essentially like you're living in the Matrix. You know, fed intravenously. <laughs> God damn it. God. Living, in, living in your own poo. Right, right. Oh, yeah. no. Wait, how, 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 how did they poop? Because I, I didn't see Neo pull anything out of his butt butt. How did they um, poop? I had always assumed that that pink goo they were in was some kind of stasis that like kept all your bodily processes sort of on hold. That was always my... So there was, they weren't like pissing and shitting. Well, and well no, they, they say in the movie like they liquefy the old to feed the young, which means that goop they're in is like human effluence and they're fucking right they're fucking right. eating it but just eating right? human goop yeah but the thing is like maybe it's like absorbed through their i don't know 
it's yeah, it's, it's future question. Yeah, we should ask right. Wachowski. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see uh, uh, the Matrix yeah. Four to find out. I guess. Yeah. Um, so man, just imagine play. like that pink goo, but like someone makes a BM in it, and there's just a turd floating. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. They, fucking when he pops up like this, there's just like a lifetime's worth of shit, just like also floating up there with him. Yeah, and, and then you're like, he takes so his first someone, gasp of, of like real air and like poop just goes into his mouth. <laughs> have you ever been to like a water park and someone pooped in the wave pool? Because like that's the funniest thing. Like they have to shut it down all day, but like you hear you hear people you hear people talking about it all day about like how it almost touched them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone's got the Oops. same story. I saw Don't it fall in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Derek, it's been quite a while since you've gone on a rant like that, and I gotta say, I admit, I missed it. And you made some pretty good points, uh, things I hadn't thought of, uh, things like just everything was magically delicious, like yeah, you're right, lucky charms. I was trying to be positive. Yeah, you're right. We were all trying to be a good light. <laughs> oh, of, you know, wait, 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 and the last thing, the last thing was this: was like he's in the collector's cell or whatever, and she's like, he's keeping his escape plan close to his chest, and he just knew that his Wakandan pendant just was an automatic breaky break for the collectors. Like, I don't know. That's just why, why. Shut up. Also, she also she calls him Cha Cha, which made me want to go. Cha Cha. Oh, oh yeah, I hated that. That was Cha Cha. Uh, fuck okay I really want to talk about this last thing so let's talk about this last thing Uh, the green knight came out a couple of weeks ago and and it it came out to streaming services last Thursday we all finally got to watch it I want I want Derek I think to start because I think it's a good dichotomy going from him just ranting about how how much he hated something to Guys, spoiler alert! I'm pretty sure he loved it. Uh, I haven't let I on how it. I felt about it. You're right, you haven't. I loved it. I'll just off the cuff. I thought it was really good. I oh, haven't well, sat uh, down. Wait a wait a wait a kill the suspense, Chris. I'm sorry. There's no suspense with me. I'm the eternal optimist. Now you, on the other hand, we, we I have no idea. That's how you the felt true about mystery. It. Yeah, I have I have mystery. my theories. I have my theories. Scooth is the true mystery, mm-hmm. as, as he often is. Yes, yes. Close the Raven. <laughs> All right, uh, the yeah, Green yeah, Knight. Yeah. Plat, plat, plat. <laughs> Dev, Dev Patel stars in this adaptation of the author, uh, Arthurian legend of old, of old, based on the chivalric romance, pro style, whatever. I know way too much about it because I watched a bunch of YouTube videos after the movie was over. Derek, how did you feel about the Green Knight? Uh, I'm going to try to not ramble for 45 minutes because I can't <laughs> talk about this movie for that long. Um, I'm going to say one thing first. I feel like this movie was rip- misrepresented in its trailer. Um, I feel I, like I would agree with that. The trailer made it seem like a much more modern type fantasy epic type thing. And it was a much more, uh, much more in a classic style. Um, I don't know if you guys watched like the Excalibur movie that was made in like the eighties. Um, or if you just no. like, like the old, uh, uh, any of the old Arthurian movies when you were kids or anything, but, um, it was much more akin to those than it was to like, um, a knight's tale. Uh, a night's <laughs> a, a tale. Um, I uh, that being said, I thought it was awesome. I was pleasantly surprised by the fact that it was uh, when I would at first I was like, uh oh, is this going to be a boring slow burn movie? It was slow burn, um, but I actually really liked it. I actually stayed up all fucking night reading about it because I was so entranced by it. Um, 
First of all, let me just say this. This has to be, this is the first thing that has to be said about this movie. This movie is an actual masterpiece of cinematography. They're going to be talking about this movie like 50 years from now in film studies classes. You could have like a, like a bot that just randomly selects any frame from the movie at any point. And whatever you get would look like a poster for the movie. Every single shot is so calculated and beautiful and vibrant and like wide lens, like, tracking shots dude it was fucking phenomenal uh cinematography um that being said in the like it's interesting that it this is a story written in the 1300s about the 600s so basically those stories aren't really and and the lessons in them aren't really meant to make a whole lot of sense to us in today and so at, at the risk of sounding super fucking corny, it's kind of like <laughs> looking into the past and, and seeing like kind of what values people in, in this case, the 1300s uh, uh, would read in their stories and go, oh, yeah, that's that's um, a quality that I want to see in a hero or uh, something I don't want to see in a villain. Um, I think that the theme of this movie was chivalry and how. Again, spoiler alert coming and how. um uh, Garwin, which threw me off that that's how that was pronounced, um, did not achieve it. And how ultimately the ironic thing was he, him accepting that he was not chivalrous was the most chivalrous thing that he did. Um, his vision in the end of him running away from the green Knight and having a kid and basically being a shitty fucking King and a shitty dad and a shitty everything to everyone. Um, I, and then it just flashed back to him saying, oh, actually, and he takes off the invincibility sash and he says, now I'm ready. We can assume that he got murked since he the Green Knight said off with your head then. Um, I thought that that was a very, very atypical uh, way to end the movie. It was also interesting that um, the protagonist, which, you know, we often conflate with the term good guy, um, was not the good guy. He was kind of a piece of shit. Um, every yeah. test that he had on his way to the end of his quest, he failed. Um, oh, yeah, showed that he was that not. Out. God damn it! Well, that's all. Well, that's all I'll say on it. But the other interesting aspect of it is that the Green Knight, who's the an- antagonist, is actually not necessarily the good guy, but he's like the teacher. He's the wise one. Um, so I thought that that was cool. That the guy that is sort of, uh, you know, usually the person you have in that place is someone who uh, wants to tear things down. It actually seems like he's teaching a lesson. Uh, about how to be brave and how to be chivalrous. I just thought that this movie really kind of flipped things around on its head. Um, I thought that it was beautiful. I thought that the score was weird. I would have done some things a little different, but it was just different enough that it did kind of drag me along. Um, and again, I'll I'll just keep rambling and rambling, so I'll just stop there. Those are kind of my first thoughts. I just thought that it was done in such an unexpected way and roles were sort of like maintained in the way they should be, but also done in completely new ways in a way I've never seen in a film before. I see why this movie got uh, like a 98% on rotten tomatoes. And then once the audience score came out, I see why it dropped down to 55% or whatever it sits at now because it was misrepresented in its trailers for sure. And uh, the, the classical telling of fantasy stories um, doesn't jive with with modern day fantasy storytelling. Um, but that to me was a bold artistic move to say, 
well, no, I'm going to modernize it as much as I can while still keeping the tone of stories that were written in that era. I thought it was a, I thought it was like a 9.5 out of 10. I thought it was excellent. Word. I will save my, uh, my thoughts for it. God, how'd you feel about the Green Knight? Uh, I have, I have mixed feelings about it, to be honest. Um, I thought, like, like, I can't agree with you more uh, about the cinematography. There's so many shots of that movie that I just can close my eyes and see perfectly right now. Like, I, I must have rewound certain parts of it, like, three or four times to watch, like... Me too, yeah. The, the, uh, the, the scene, sort of early on, about maybe 45 minutes in the movie, where he's, uh, you know, accosted by bandits and he's left tied up. And they, they do this long pan out shot. Oh, that 360 pan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they, they, they start by zooming in on a skeleton tied up exactly where he was, the same position, everything. And for a second there, I'm like, what? Like, you know, like he gets you for a second. You're like, what? Is he like hallucinating? Is he like seeing a vision of what his future might be? And then it slowly pans around back. And you see that he's staring at this other body of the last person they left there. Uh, that was incredible. Yeah. Uh, the shot where where he uh, he goes outside with the spirit to fetch her head from the pond, and the, the whole Fred, the yeah. whole the whole time, dude, like the trees are like like loop, like thirty feet foot branches are looming out. It just looks gorgeous, like the way the way everything was done, man. Like I know it's not a complex shot, but just like like it was beautiful, and it's one of my favorite in the movie. Um, it it does get a little weird, right? Like like you said, he fails every test um, that's thrown at him. Which I, th I think to some degree, yes. Like, he's shown himself not to be chivalrous many times throughout the movie. But also, like, right. there's that weird, like, couple... Go ahead, say it. There's that weird, that, that weird like, you know, like, androgynous couple. Well, not androgynous, but, like, you know, they, they, they seem like they might be swingers. They might be in, in, in an open thing here. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know... Um, What's he get, Scott? Uh, I mean, he, he's, it looks like he's going to be the little verse bottom in their thruffle. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Uh, <laughs> It seems, it seems, you know, he, he, he gets what appears to be the saddest hand job I've ever seen. I don't know. I, and, and, but it doesn't make much sense, right? Cause he's, he's, he's at home just absolutely slaying. Uh, and then the second a lady in a fancy dress touches his dick, he, he ejects. The fuck's going on? I thought there was entrance there. Was there not entrance? I don't I thought I, he was it's, in. I mean, if, if there's, that coming. if there's entrance, it was the most uncomfortable, rigid sex I've ever seen yeah. On, yeah. on film. But it's hard to tell because, again, 1300s, right? Like, yeah. in the 1300s, we only you. went up and down. It just goes <laughs> to show you the secret the to, to living forever is to come on your belt and put it on. That's, that's the. All right, I, I have to tell you one part with, <laughs> the, in the end, in his vision of when he's king, when whoever it was, like, he's about to fuck and they go to grab to take the sash off, fucking Ron goes. The cum sash stays on. <laughs> uh, I love the super serious part of the movie. I was like crying, laughing. <laughs> cum sash stays on. I loved. I loved the scene. I loved everything about his vision. To be honest, I thought like that. Like I knew that wasn't the end. You know what I mean? Uh, but I feel like I. I loved everything about it. Like I, I loved him. Like visual. Like him just going through. Like, like and questioning who am I? Who am I? If the if the I failed everything along the way here. If I, who am I? If I live alive for the rest of my life. You know, like, like how is that going to, how, how is that going to, you know, snowball? You know, like, what kind of avalanche is that going to start? Um, and I, I thought it was really cool that in the end of his vision, he takes the sash off and his head just falls off. So, yeah. you know, as, as if to say, like, oh, yeah. as if to say, you've been, you were dead the moment you... You've been dead the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, I thought that was great. Um, but also, I think, I don't, I don't think, no, knowing, like, I, I went and read up on the original, uh, like, Arthur, Arthurian tale. Is that what you would call it? Yeah. Um, 
And at the end of the original story, apparently, because he is brave, in the end, the Green Knight strikes him on the neck, but very lightly. And he lives in the original yeah. tale. Um, but after watching this, I kind of hope he fucking died, though, right? He was just... I feel like it's the most, like... I feel like that would be the most poetically satisfying thing because the Fox even says to him, uh, any man would rather live in shame than die by the green Knight's hand or whatever it is he says. And then he has the vision of him living in shame. Yeah. And you're just like, even as a viewer, you're like, you feel dirty. You're like, fuck this guy, dude. And like the, the time leaving, the, like, leaving the money on the bed was the fucking worst part. Like taking, the, Oh my taking, God. Taking the, the placenta. Yeah, yeah. That was the fucking worst dude. Well, and, and like, Exactly. And so I, in that moment where he takes, he says, hang on. And he takes the, the sash off and he goes, now I'm ready is the most sure and brave. He looks throughout the whole thing. So to like accept his death rather than live in shame was just like, mm, I thought that was fucking awesome. So if he just like lived in the end, that would suck. <laughs> like, nah, yeah. I'm just kidding with you. Get out of here. You little scamp. Get home. <laughs> hey, goof. So it's funny how people interpret the ending differently. And I remember watching a video on it afterwards. I'm glad the one thing I'm very happy about is this movie had all three of us go out and look this original tale up afterwards and, and dive into it a little bit. And um, it's funny how I remember watching this one video that was going through the, the original tale versus the movie and, and all this stuff. And, and they were like, oh, and the ending is open ended. And to me, I was like, what are you talking about? Because as the eternal optimist, the ending was very clear to me. And now I see that it's very not clear to everyone because you guys had different interpretations. Uh, I saw there were basically like three. They were like, oh, well, I don't know, whatever. But one of them was that he got murked at the end. I thought he didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought he got the Derek Hateson ending. I thought it was uh, he saw the man he was going to be in that moment. He became the man he the whole the whole reason he was on the journey to become a chivalrous, a noble, a good person. Yeah. He failed at all those tasks. He became better. Um, and he saw that and the, because he took the sash off and he had that realization it was going to die, the green knight, he, the off with the head thing felt like a joke to me, like a nudge. And I know you're like the way you put it right just then where you're like, get out of here, you little scamp. And I'm like, yeah, okay. That is kind of silly, but that's how I took it the first time I watched yeah. it. I was like, oh, so he passed the test, which was just accept your fate like a fucking man, because this is what you signed up for to so take it. You know what I mean? And then he he was going to do it <laughs> fucking Scott. And then he was going to do it. And he was like, you know what? You're you've learned the lesson that I wanted to teach you. And yeah. therefore, you know, you're done. But the whole, um, the whole point the is that a chivalrous man would have taken a, a shot at someone who wasn't defending himself. So like, from, right. from, 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 saying, the, from the set, he proved himself to be a, like a bad person by taking a free shot. And like a, a chivalrous man would have taken his his blade and maybe lightly scratched the cheek to play the game. Yeah. But yeah. he was he was so desperate to prove himself as this you know, like to prove that he was as, as as big and brave as all the other knights around him, that he stepped up and did something that was really just and by, I, I by, agree by, with by you. standards then or now, it's just morally unjust. Now I broke and, the rubber band to hurt. And speaking of the uh, uh, him wanting to prove himself, I thought the fucking scene parallel between the beginning and the end when he collapses drunk in the whorehouse and it gets real close and he just goes, "I'm not ready, I'm not ready." Like you, it's clear he's talking about, "I'm not ready to like be a man or be a knight or be a on the round table or whatever it is." And then, of course, the last words he says in the movie are, I'm ready. So I, yeah. I just thought that was a fucking awesome way to just, like, tie the entire thing together. Dude, I, I, I won't lie. Like, there were some scenes that I was like, all right, I, 
First of all, not having subtitles, holy shit. Everybody's yeah. accent is so heavy and the dialogue I, I had, is so I had low. to put subtitles on, bro. I had to. I could mine weren't working, so we had the TV all the way up. Yeah, like it was I didn't ridiculous. do it without subtitles. Um, but uh there were some scenes I was like, Oh, all right, let's get to the next fucking scene, man. Like it's not it definitely dragged at parts. Um but uh the other the last I really can't think of anything else we haven't covered here, but the last thing I'll say is the uh is everything okay? Uh, the last thing I'll say is the um, the scene with the giants where they were singing was one of the most like weird, hauntingly no, beautiful yeah. scenes I've ever seen. It was fucking awesome. It was a weird thing. Um, no, I wasn't done yet. Thanks, both of you fuckfaces. Oh, uh, sorry, anyway. sorry. <laughs> uh, well, no, I 100% agreed with Scott when he uh, he was not chivalrous in the beginning. But to me, it was almost like and this is why I thought this. His mother is the person who summoned the Green Knight. In my opinion, she was going my son is a dickhead. He's not, he's on a night. He's not ready to be King. This is his test. This is what's going to make him into that man. So I did have the optimistic ending where he was now the man he was supposed to be having failed all those tests for nobility, generosity, you know, friendship or whatever, all the, the tests of a knight are in those days. Uh, and then well, I mean, he's, uh, you know, basically free to fucking go. I feel like there, there's gotta be some contention on that though, because I feel like when he, he, I mean, the bandits thing, like, he literally doubled back and gave the kid a coin. And you can make the argument that the kid, you know, because he initially said his thanks was enough, that he was being condescending to someone who tried to help him. But it was a trap all along, right? So, like, that that, that to me isn't a, isn't so much a failed test as it is, like, he's a bad judge of character. Maybe. Which you could say maybe is a failure. Uh, the the ghost, whose name I cannot remember, I will never remember, I'm sorry. Winifred. Uh, Winifred. When he, when he first is, is about to dive in to get her head, he asks her what she's going to give him for it. And yeah. Says, Why would you ever ask me that? Yeah, that was failure. So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then ultimately he ends up just doing it for funsies, right? Just uh, you know, hope I yeah. don't hope I don't fall in. Uh, and uh, <laughs> to, to me, like, that that seemed like a redemp, like somewhat of a, of a redemption. Like he he misstepped, realized it when she said that, and then did the right thing. So it seemed to me like he was he was trying. He was actively, and then like again though, like I wouldn't necessarily blame him for the the weird couple that wanted to both they both wanted to bang him. Right, the guys. It's 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 like it's like that scene from Harold and Camargo to White Castle. Like, feel free to make yourself at home, have a sandwich, fuck my wife. And he's like, did he just say? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just <laughs> that's gonna be part of the thumbnail. We have to figure that out. It's just, oh god! It's no, it's, yes. it's, it's 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 you know we gotta use just gotta get that guy. You just gotta get that guy from fucking uh, from fucking White Harold Kamar and and just Photoshop him onto yeah yeah Photoshop Photoshop. Uh, yeah, but but um, <laughs> no, but like that, say which fuck my wife. Yeah, but that, that, it gave me that those vibes. Like he's like, I will bring you whatever. No, I, it did. He's like, I will bring you whatever I get out here. But whatever you get yeah. in here, you must give me. He's like, he's talking about like he's talking about tearing that little bussy up, bro. You better watch out. Well, you better be careful. He was talking he's talking about the sash, but yeah, okay. Also tearing that little yeah. bussy up. Wait, I was really he, hoping. I knew it wouldn't happen, but when he peeled back and he grabbed his arm like this, I just wanted to be like. I fucked your wife, and then just <laughs> I'm like, no, doesn't but, match but, well, the tone the, the, of the movie the, at all. But uh, man, in, it would make me laugh. In the in the original story, uh, Gawain is is a bisexual man, mm-hmm. like legit, legitimately, and like that that part with the the couple apparently is way more. There's way more going on there than we see in the movie. I'm gonna have to do some uh, <laughs> reading later. <clears throat> what what uh, I had read is that he uh, basically on day one he kisses her once, and so the the guy demands a kiss. Mm-hmm. On day one, on day two, twice. So same thing. And then on day through day three, he kisses her three times and she gives him the sash. 
And so he kisses the guy on the way out, but doesn't give him the sash. And that's basically why he failed his whole task is that he, he, he lied to the guy. He didn't give him, he only kissed him three times, three little kissies. No sad, no cum sash. No cum, (laughs) no sad hands. Well, I mean, technically you have to give him a really, really unsatisfying, apparently a very satisfying HJ or a real, a real stiff ride, you know? Hence the Um, I mean, I just say, like, the fact that we're all having these conversations is is kind of proof of, like, the interpretive nature of the movie. Yeah. I, I said a little bit at the beginning, I've really enjoyed it. I didn't expect it to be the kind of slow burn that it was, but I was just ready to... I was so ready to just take this movie in with whatever form it came in. I knew... Dave, Dev Patel, I know, is a great actor. All right. Yeah. Relax, Ty I, Howard. <laughs> I was ready to plat, plat, plat this fucking movie onto every streaming service that's ever existed! No, right, um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a beautiful... I can't... We were saying the same things at this point, but um, I, I'd probably give it a 9 out of 10. I thought it was a... Like you said, I thought this is the kind of movie that they'll be showing to film classes in 10 years and going, this shit right here, this is what you should be aspiring to. Like this... Yeah. Look at these shots. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have anything else. It's definitely not my kind of movie, for sure. But it's not the thing I'm gonna put on on a rainy Saturday. Well, you the know? Well, thing like, is, yeah. it, it literally is what you said though. Like it was, it was the trailers were misleading. I was expecting it to be a little bit more, a little bit more modernized than it was. But yeah, yeah. You, you can't fault you can't fault it. Uh, the cinematography is fantastic. The music was incredible. Uh, like the the color palettes in this movie, like every every single dude. The color scene palettes were was, so yeah. amazing. Oh uh, my god. Take take note, Cowboy Bebop. Here's how you do yeah. <laughs> a, a wide, beautiful spectrum. Here's how you like uh, accentuate with bright colors without making it look like a fucking I don't know, like a fucking Pittman Broad Street play. Uh, it's a really really <laughs> obscure reference. I'm sorry, but just just picture people who can't afford a, an actual costume department just wearing their grandmother's uh, dresses to to reenact a streetcar named Desire. That's all I got for you. <laughs> All right, boys, it's going to wrap her up. We actually, we're doing pretty good. We're a little over our target, but not by much. And I will uh, completely (laughs) say that's because The Green Knight was a fantastic film. Wait, what's happening? (laughs) You guys checked the horse chat at all? No, No, I don't even have my phone on me. Peeb has a meme in there that's just A1. (laughs) Oh, I got to check this. Yeah. A1 A1 Peeb meme. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, that's going to wrap her up for this week episode 39 we'll figure out a title we'll do it uh we got a, a lot of contenders tonight we got i know i already know what the thumbnail is gonna be we figured that bad boy out uh derek where can everybody find you at on the uh on the tubes uh they can find me on uh twitter and twitch as long as we're playing um it takes two at dr gloom md that's d-r-g-l-o-o-m-m-d oh i wanted to talk about that but i'm gonna save it for when we beat it because it's a joy um yeah. Scott, how about you? Where can everybody find you at? Uh, you can find me in uh, in Doctor Gloom and TCN play streams, watching them play. <laughs> it takes two. Uh, you can also find me. Uh, I mean, at the couch in my therapist office, working through the tragedy <laughs> and the trauma of watching you guys murder a stuffed elephant. That's pretty. Fun, yeah, though. that was that was pretty <laughs> brutal. Uh, was uh, ho- hopefully, hopefully you guys can find me live one day this week playing Hunt with the Bullies. Uh, at yeah, Twitch. we're gonna do it. Twitch.tv backslash Swerf. I won't be around Saturday, guys, but I can do Tuesday or Thursday. We can do I can do either of those. Those are the nights I usually stream, so either is fine with me. Thursday um, is my doable day of those two. Thor- Thursday? Thursday. As it was originally called. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. My name's Chris. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN Plays. 
Uh, thanks for hanging out. This has been episode 39, and we'll see you guys next week. The see Todd then. Howard hog slob extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> All you can eat.